0: Chapter 23, verses 26 through 37. Of Catina Aria, Gospel of St. Luke, Part 2, by St. Thomas Aquinas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Verses 26 through 32. And as they led him away, they laid hold upon one Simon a Cyrenian, coming out of the country. And on him they laid the cross, that he might bear it after Jesus. And there followed him a great company of people and of women, which also bewailed and lamented him. But Jesus, turning unto them, said, Daughters of Jerusalem, weep not for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For behold, the days are coming in which they shall say, Blessed are the barren, and the wombs that never bear, and the paps which never give suck. Then shall they begin to say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. For if they do these things in a green tree, What shall be done in the dry? And there was also two others, malefactors, led with him to be put to death. Gloss, having related the condemnation of Christ, Luke naturally goes on to speak of his crucifixion. As it is said, And as they led him away, they laid hold upon one Simon, etc. Augustine. But John relates that Jesus bore his own cross, from which is understood that he was himself carrying his cross, when he went forth to that place which is called Cavalry. But as they journeyed, Simon was forced into the service on the road, and the cross was given him to carry as far as that place. Theophilact, for no one else accepted to bear the cross, because the wood was counted an abomination. Accordingly, upon Simon the Cyrenian, they imposed, as it were, to his dishonor the bearing of the cross, which others refused. Years fulfilled that prophecy of Isaiah whose government shall be upon his shoulder. For the government of Christ is on his cross, for which the Apostle says, God hath exalted him. And as for a mark of dignity, some wear a belt, others a headdress, so our Lord the cross. And if thou seekest, thou wilt find that Christ does not reign in us, save by hardships, whence it comes that the luxurious are the enemies of the cross of Christ ambrose christ therefore bearing his cross already as a conqueror carried his trophies the cross is laid upon his shoulders because whether simon or himself bore it both christ bore it in the man and the man in christ nor do the accounts of the evangelists differ since the mystery reconciles them and it is the rightful order of our advance that christ should first himself erect the trophy of his cross then hand it down to be raised by his martyrs. He is not a Jew who bears the cross, but an alien and a foreigner, nor does he proceed but follow, according as it is written, let him take up his cross and follow me. Bede. Simon is by interpretation obedient, Cyrene an heir. By this man, therefore, the people of the Gentiles are denoted, who formerly foreigners and aliens to the covenant have now by obedience been made heirs of God. But Simon coming out of the village bears the cross after Jesus, because forsaking the pagan rites, he obediently embraces the footsteps of our Lord's Passion. For a village is in Greek called pagos, from whence pagans derive their name, theophylact, or he takes up the cross of Christ who comes from the village, that is, he leaves this world and its labours, going forward to Jerusalem, that is, heavenly liberty. Hereby also we receive no slight instruction, for to be a master after the example of Christ, a man must himself first take up his cross, and in the fear of God crucify his own flesh, that he may so lay it upon those that are subject and obedient to him. But there followed Christ a great company of people and of women. Bede, a large multitude indeed, followed the cross of Christ, but with very different feelings, for the people who had demanded his death were rejoicing that they should see him dying, the woman weeping that he was about to die. But he was followed by the weeping only of women, not because that vast crowd of men was not also sorrowful at his passion, but because the less esteemed female sex could more freely give utterance to what they thought. Cyril, women also are ever prone to tears, and have hearts easily disposed to pity. Theophylact, he bids those who weep for him cast their eyes forward to the evils that were coming, and weep for themselves. Cyril, signifying that in the time to come, women would be bereft of their children, for when war breaks out upon the land of the Jews, all shall perish, both small and great. Hence it follows, for behold, the days are coming, in which they shall say, Blessed are the barren, etc., Act, seeing indeed that women shall cruelly roast their children and the belly which had produced shall miserably again receive that which it bore Bede. by these days he signifies the time of the siege and captivity which was coming upon them from the romans of which he had said before woe to them that are with child and give suck in those days it is natural when captivity by an enemy is threatening to seek for refuge in fastnesses or hidden places, where men may lie concealed. And so it follows, then shall they begin to say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills cover us. For Josephus relates that when the Romans pressed hard upon them, the Jews sought hastily the caverns of the mountains and the lurking places in the hills. It may be also that the words, Blessed are the barren, are to be understood of those of both sexes who have made themselves eunuchs for the kingdom of heaven's sake and that it is said to the mountains and hills fall upon us and cover us because all who are mindful of their own weakness when the crisis of their temptations breaks upon them have sought to be protected by the example precepts and prayers of certain high and saintly men it follows but if they who do these things in a green tree what shall be done in the dry gregory he has called himself the green wood and us the dry for he has in himself the life and strength of the divine nature but we who are mere men are called the dry wood Theophylact, as though he said to the jews if then the romans have so raged against me a fruit-bearing and ever-flourishing tree what will they not attempt against you the people who are a dry tree destitute of every life-giving virtue, and bearing no fruit. Bede, or as if he spake to all, if I who have done no sin, being called the tree of life, do not depart from the world without suffering the fire of my passion, what torment, think ye, awaits those who are barren of all fruits? Theophylact, but the devil desiring to engender an evil opinion of our Lord, caused robbers also to be crucified with him. Whence it follows, and there were two other malefactors led with him to be put to death. Verse 33. And when they were come to the place which is called Calvary, there they crucified him and the malefactors, one on the right hand and the other on the left. Athanasius. When mankind became corrupt, then Christ manifested his own body, and where corruption has been seen, there might spring up incorruption. Wherefore he is crucified in the place of cavalry, which place the Jewish doctors say was the burial place of Adam, Bede, or else without the gate were the places where the heads of condemned criminals were cut off, and they received the name of cavalry, that is, beheaded. Thus, for the salvation of all men, the innocent is crucified among the guilty, that where sin abounded, there grace might much more abound. Cyril. The only-begotten Son of God did not himself, in his own nature, in which he is God, suffer the things which belong to the body, but rather in his earthly nature, for of one and the same God, both may be affirmed, namely that he doth not suffer in his divine nature, and that he suffered in his human Eusebius. but if, on the contrary, after his intercourse with men, he suddenly disappeared, flying away to avoid death. He might be likened by man to a phantom and just as if any one wished to exhibit some incombustible vessel which triumphed over the nature of fire he would put it into the flame and then directly draw it out from the flame unharmed so the word of god wishing to show that the instrument which he used for the salvation of men was superior to death exposed his mortal body to death to manifest his nature then after a little rescued it from death by the force of his divine power. This is indeed the first cause of Christ's death. But the second is the manifestation of the divine power of Christ inhabiting a body. For seeing that men of old deified those who were destined to a like end with themselves, and whom they called heroes and gods, he taught that he alone of the dead must be acknowledged the true God, who having vanquished death, is adorned with the rewards of victory, having trodden death under his feet. The third reason is that a victim must be slain for the whole race of mankind, which, being offered the whole power of the evil spirits, was destroyed, and every error put to silence. There is also another cause of the health-giving death that the disciples with secret faith might behold the resurrection after death whereunto they were taught to lift up their own hopes that despising death they might embark cheerfully in the conflict with error athanasius now our savior came to accomplish not his own death but that of man for he experienced not death who is life therefore not by his own death did he put off the body but he endured that which was inflicted by men but although his body had been afflicted and was loosed in the sight of all men yet was it not fitting that he who should heal the sicknesses of others should have his own body visited with sickness but yet if without any disease he had put off his body apart in some remote place he would not be believed when speaking of his resurrection for death must precede resurrection why then should he openly proclaim his resurrection but die in secret surely if these things had happened secretly what calmenes would unbelieving men have invented how would the victory of christ over death appear unless undergoing it in the sight of all men he had proved it to be swallowed up by the incorruption of his body but you will say at least he ought to have devised for himself a glorious death to have avoided the death of the cross but if he had done this he would have made himself suspected of not having power over every kind of death. As, then, the champion, by laying prostrate, whomsoever the enemy has opposed to him, is shown to be superior to all, so the life of all men took upon him that death which his enemies inflicted, because it was the most dreadful and shameful, the abominable death upon the cross, that, having destroyed it, the dominion of death might be entirely overthrown. Wherefore his head is not cut off as John's was, he was not sawn asunder as isaiah that he might preserve his body entire and indivisible to death and not become an excuse to those who would divide the church for he wished to bear the curse of sin which we had incurred by taking upon him the accursed death of the cross as it is said cursed is he that hangeth upon a tree he dies also on the cross with outstretched arms that with one indeed he may draw to him the ancient people with the other the gentiles joining both to himself dying also on the cross he purges the air of evil spirits and prepares for us an ascent into heaven Theophylact, because also by a tree death had entered it must needs be that by a tree it should be abolished and that the lord passing unconquered through the pains of a tree should subdue the pleasures which flow from a tree. Gregory of Nisau, But the figure of the cross from one center of contact, branching out into four separate terminations, signifies the power and providence of him, who hung upon it extending everywhere. Augustine, For not without reason did he choose this kind of death, in order that he might be the master of breadth and length, and height and depth, For breadth lies in the cross piece of wood, which is fastened from above. This belongs to good works, because on it the hands are outstretched. Length lies in that which is seen, reaching from the former piece to the ground. For there, in a certain manner, we stand, that is, abide firm or persevere. And this is applied to long-suffering. Hideth is the piece of wood which is left reaching upwards from that which is fixed across, that is, to the head of the crucified, for the expectation of those who hope for better things is upward. Again, that part of the wood which is fixed hidden in the ground signifies the depth of unrestrained grace. Chrysostom. To thieves also, they crucified on both sides, that he might be a partaker of their reproach, As it follows and the thieves one on his right hand and the other on his left but it did not so turn out for of them nothing is said but his cross is everywhere honored kings laying aside their crowns assume the cross on their purple on their diadems on their arms on the consecrated table throughout the whole world the cross glitters such things are not of men for even in their lifetime those who have acted nobly are mocked by their own actions, and when they perish, their actions perish also. But in Christ it is quite different, for before the cross all things were gloomy, after it all things are joyful and glorious, that you may know that not a mere man was crucified. Bede. But the two robbers crucified with Christ signify those who under the faith of Christ undergo either the pains of martyrdom or the rules of a still stricter continence. But they do this for eternal glory, who imitate the actions of the thief on the right hand, while they do it to gain the praise of men, imitate the thief on the left hand. Verses 34-37 through Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do, and they parted his raiment and cast lots. And the people stood beholding, and the rulers also with them derided him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if he be Christ the chosen of god and the soldiers also mocked him coming to him and offering him vinegar and saying if thou be the king of the jews save thyself chrysostom because the lord had said pray for them that persecute you this likewise he did when he ascended the cross as it follows then said jesus father forgive them not that he was not able himself to pardon them but that he might teach us to pray for our persecutors not only in word, but also in deed. But he says, forgive them, if they should repent, for he is gracious to the penitent, if they are willing, after so great wickedness, to wash away their guilt by faith. Bede, nor must we imagine here that he prayed in vain, but that in those who believed after his passion he obtained the fruit of his prayers. It must be remarked, however, that he prayed not for those who chose rather to crucify, rather than to confess him whom they knew to be the Son of God, but for such as were ignorant to what they did, having a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge, as he adds, for they know not what they do. Greek Expositor But for those who after the crucifixion remain in unbelief, no one can suppose that they are excused by ignorance. Because of the noble miracles that with a loud voice proclaimed him to be the Son of God. Ambrose, it is important then to consider in what condition he ascends the cross, for I see him naked. Let him then who prepares to overcome the world to ascend, that he seek not the appliances of the world. Now Adam was overcome who sought for a covering, he overcame who laid aside his covering. He ascended such as nature formed us, God being our creator. Such as the first man had dwelt in paradise, such did the second man enter paradise. But about to ascend the cross rightly, did he lay aside his royal garments, that you may know that he suffered not as God, but as man, though Christ is both. Athanasius. He also, who for our sakes took upon him all our conditions, put on our garments, the signs of Adam's death, that he might put them off, and in their stead clothe us with life and incorruption. It follows, and they parted his raiment among them, and cast lots. Theophilact, for perhaps many of them were in want, or perhaps rather they did this as a reproach, and from a kind of wantonness. For what treasure did they find in his garments? Bede, but in the lot the grace of God seems to be commended for when the lot is cast we yield not to the merits of any person but to the secret judgment of god augustine this matter indeed was briefly related by the three first evangelists but john more distinctly explains how it was done Theophylact. they did it then mockingly for when the rulers scoffed what can we say of the crowd for it follows and the people stood who in truth had entreated that he should be crucified, waiting namely for the end, and the rulers also with them derided. Augustine, having mentioned the rulers and said nothing of the priests, St. Luke comprehended under a general name all of the chief men, so that hereby may be understood both the scribes and the elders. Bede, and these also unwillingly confess that he saved others, for it follows, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, etc. Athanasius. Now our Lord, being truly the Savior, wished not by saving himself, but by saving his creatures, to be acknowledged the Savior. For neither is a physician by healing himself known to be a physician, unless he also gives proof of his skill towards the sick. So the Lord, being the Savior, had no need of salvation. Nor by descending from the cross did he wish to be acknowledged the Savior but by dying. For truly a much greater salvation does the death of the Savior bring to men than the descent from the cross. Greek Expositor Now the devil, seeing that there was no protection for him, was at a loss, and as having no other resource, tried at last to offer him vinegar to drink. But he knew not that he was doing this against himself. For the bitterness of wrath caused by the transgression of the law in which he kept all men bound, he now surrendered to the Savior, who took it and consumed it, in order that, in the place of vinegar, he might give us wine to drink, which wisdom had mingled. Theophylact. But the soldiers offered Christ vinegar, as it were ministering unto a king. For it says, following, If thou art the king of the Jews, save thyself. Bede. And it is worthy of remark that the Jews blaspheme and mock the name of Christ, which was delivered to them by the authority of Scripture, whereas the soldiers, as being ignorant of the Scriptures, insult not Christ, the chosen of God, but the King of the Jews. End of chapter 23, verses 26 through 37.